Stop it. Y'all quit playing. Quit playing. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me, y'all. I'm fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this I gave y'all 30 years of my career. Robert. 30 years of my career. Y'all trying to kill me. You killing me, man. This is not about music. I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids, and I can't do it. Y'all just don't want to believe the truth. You don't want to believe it. At this point, we briefly pause the interview to give Kelly a moment. Hey guys, welcome to Love and Loyalty. It's your boy Ace. And your girl Verse. Hey, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Love One Loyalty. And click the link in the bio to subscribe to Love and Loyalty Podcast. Today, we're reviewing Gail King and R. Kelly's interview. So, Verse, how do you feel about Gail King's and R. Kelly's interview? <laughs> you want the real truth? <laughs> um... <laughs> How I really feel is that I feel like there's definitely some mental illness going on there with R. Kelly. Um, you could definitely tell that he was very emotional. Um, he, at one point, I think, stood up and was yelling at the camera and, you know, basically talking about how everybody's lying on him, which I personally feel like everybody can't be lying. So, um, yeah. Um, and then he, you know, calmed himself back down, sat down and you know, basically start talking about how, you know, he wanted people to hear him out, this, that, and the other. So, I mean, I think it, I think it was a really bad uh, decision for him to do, uh, especially with everything that's going on. I think he probably should have just stuck with that whole not talking about it. Doesn't that was where he was going? Right. But I think his public um, advised him to do the interview. It, it wasn't a good look. What you think? Um, I feel like some of the questions that Gail asked him, they were loaded, they were direct, um, and it was the questions that everybody at home <laughs> most definitely <laughs> wanted answered. Most definitely. So when she asked him, um, are you an older man that likes younger women? And he answered, I'm an older man that likes all women. In my mind, I'm like, dude, like, you know, you're going to jail for that answer, right? <laughs> <laughs> you just admitted to, like, it, all women. So, like, in R. Kelly, mind, I want to know what age does he consider a female a woman? And he got really defensive when she started really digging into his past and asking him direct questions that I don't feel like he thought she was going to ask. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. to deflect those answers, he had that explosion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which camera is on? Hey, guys, you use your common sense. Yeah. I ain't mess with these girls. Well, you know, I don't want to convict R. Kelly in the public opinion or even keep continue the, um, the paintbrush on him. But that interview was a very bad interview for him. It was good for us, the consumers, you know, to see R. Kelly um, being a human and having emotions. And, again, a lot of times, you know, black men are painted well, we can't have emotions and, you know, show um, that we have feelings. But in this situation, um, you know, with my training, you know, guys overcompensate when they're trying to, 
get away from, you know, telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And him raising his voice and slapping his hand and showing that aggression, you know, in my professional opinion, it just shows a sign of guilt somewhere. Mm-hmm. If he did anything with those alleged victims, we're we going to have to find out and see what the evidence is. Um, but I would like to talk about those girls who came to defend him. Um, you know, with us talking about mental illness, uh, the mental illness that he may have from his past of him actually, you know, being molested at an early age may have been projected onto these young ladies. How do you feel about that? Mm, I think, I believe, I believe that's true. I mean, he's pretty much, I think he was molested when he was younger. And I think that it's, in his eyes, it's normal. Whatever sexual deviancy or sexual thoughts, it's normal for him. Right. Um, and he's kind of made it a reality for these young girls because they've been a part of his life for how many years now? And, you know, they don't have a, I don't, I feel like, I think they're in psychology talk about the frontal lobe not fully developing before you're 25. I think it's a prime example of that. But you know, younger ladies have always liked older men because older men have been able to take care of them, pay for things, take them traveling. Even right now, we have Instagram models that fly overseas uh, to Dubai and, you know, allegedly let sheep men take dumps on them and they end up coming back. Yeah, they get all this money. Oh, wow. I'm, yeah, this, I'm this, about that. Nah, uh, Charlamagne talked about crazy. it on, on Breakfast Club one time. And, do, you know, me. R. Kelly is doing his thing. We're not, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, uh, say that he's innocent or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But there are younger women, even when we were in high school, uh, those guys in those box Chevys, you know, those dope boys up the street was picking up girls from the school yeah. and they were That's sneaking true. out the back door. So, That's true. And these guys well <laughs> extra grown you right. know what I'm saying that's true and those girls were 15 and 16 and they was having babies and the mom was protecting these guys and now it's like you know at what point in this culture are we going to uh, continue to support this type of behavior it just can't be at a celebrity level I feel where we say this is enough because it has media attention and it's attached to a famous person name like what about the average everyday young lady that's not dealing with a famous celebrity, mm-hmm. that's dating a dope boy up the street, that's dating some of y'all cousins out there, some of y'all brothers out there, like, you but guys are protecting like, them. That's true, but I, I feel like that comes down to parenting. I'm but not this situation it. is still parenting. That's what I'm saying. So, some of the parents are, too, in my opinion, are at fault, too. Okay. Um, because, why would you take your 17-year-old to an R. Kelly concert? Correct. Like, in my opinion, it's a huge generation gap between these young ladies and R. Kelly. And most of the teenagers probably don't even know who this guy is, and let alone those young ladies at that time. So I think the parents had some form of responsibility of telling these girls about this guy's past or even pulling up this guy's history. The same way girls, when you int- when you, when you introduce yourself and say, hey, how you doing? My name is you know, John Doe. Yeah. They Google you, and they see your mug shots, and they yeah. go through your records like... You have all these different outlets to look at yeah. and find out who this guy is, his that's past, true. his criminal history, yeah, everything. So it's like, in my opinion, you cannot claim naive to not know that this person has gone through mm-hmm. what he's gone through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can see everything. Yeah. At a touch of... Well, see... You can ask Google. You can yeah. ask it. See, okay. <laughs> so, picking back on the statement I made earlier about him 
having a mental illness or a mental disconnect here. Right. He stated in this interview, he said, oh, their parents basically paid, he paid basically for these girls, basically. And when the money stopped coming, or I should say they stopped getting their money, then that's when they went to the media and all this other stuff. I think that mentally he thinks that when they brought their kids to the concert, that they, they pretty much brought them for him. Like, here you go, take my daughter. I don't... It could... I mean, that that could be true. You know, more than one thing could be true. I feel like, you know, he prey on the young because they, they're less experienced. They haven't... They don't have that many miles on them. They still got their young female body. Um, and he can mold them into what he wants to mold them into. Mm-hmm. An older woman is going to make you commit. An older woman ain't going to allow you to have multiple girlfriends. And they're going to challenge you at being a man. A lot of times, whenever we have a, a disagreement or if I'm going in a direction that you don't agree with, you're going to challenge me to step up and be a man. If I want to have a threesome or something, I'm like, no. Who you think this is? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> Not me. I you know what I'm saying? You're going to need to... Right. If I say, hey, babe, me, you, and this girl down the street, we're going to watch TV. Hold on. How, how you even know this girl <laughs> down the street? You're going to question my actions and what are my intentions on going on. You know, it's like, I can't just come in and just be like, all right, this is what I want to do because older women and grown women will challenge you at being a man and the type of man that they want in their life. So I feel like younger women are a little bit more open to ideas. You know, they haven't been out there. They want to explore. Um, at that age in college, in those college ages, and, you got to think about okay. the type of stuff people do in college. Once again, here's the mental part. He's mentally manipulating them because of what, what you said, that inexperience. And the fact that they don't really know that they haven't been, like you said, they have not explored. Correct. So he's exploiting that. Correct. I feel like he's, I feel like he's a manipulator. I feel like he's a liar. I feel like he's a pathological liar. And, 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 and he and believes his lies. Right. And, 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 and he wants us to believe him. <laughs> he says to Gail, uh, you know, everybody in the documentary was lying. And Gail says to him, you mean to tell me everybody lying? They had the same exact story. Everybody can't be lying. Now that reasoning for being on that documentary may be to- may be to get money, because not everybody there was, you know, I feel like was there really because they cared about the Me Too uh, campaign or they cared about trying to save these young girls. And I think some of them were on the show to capitalize on the situation so they could get paid. But there were some on there that you can see were emotionally damaged because of R. Kelly. You can see it in their face. You can see their mannerisms. Look. I'm gonna tell you like this. These are my these are my views. I feel like everybody on the docu series that spoke against R. Kelly, that saw him dealing with these young females that were underage, that was targeting these young ladies, going to the McDonald's. Everybody that knew each victim during the time that these allegations were going on has a role and responsibility and they need to share the blame with R. Kelly. He should not be the only person in court going down for these charges. I agree. Um, It was a complete operation. It was a system. You know, he had people funneling him girls. That is sex trafficking. And they were preying on weak individuals or who they felt were weak and they knew which ones to go for. So each person that that were there, they were all there for monetary gain. They was there for monetary gain when they were with R. Kelly, 
going to these shows, making that money, living this lifestyle, doing everything that he was doing. And I believe that some of these guys maybe were sharing R. Kelly, sharing these girls with R. Kelly. They was getting some kind of kickback. You know what I'm saying? You don't do these things for free. Um, so I feel like they should go down with him. And the parents should, some of these parents need to be charged as well for child neglect. Also, um, for disorderly conduct, they need to be charged for um, for a lot of different things. Um, but he should not share this responsibility alone. Right. But, I mean, once again, like I said, the interview was definitely a clear picture of what happens when you don't get... If something traumatic happens in your childhood and you don't get the help that you need Correct. when you're younger or when you become an adult to try to help with whatever trauma happened, it is going to really kind of ruin your life as an adult. Right. And it's also going to affect other people too that enters into your life. Hurt people hurt people. That's true. And on that note, we're going to close it out. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Love One Loyalty and click the link in our bio and subscribe to Love and Loyalty Podcast. Until next time, guys. Peace.